Welcome back there. What's this then? Were you expecting a double feature? Because if you were, you're in luck. I don't know why I have a surprised and hearing face. And what is with our accents? Why? What if, sure yeah, what if we did all from. the movie podcasts with an accent <laughs> the whole time? The film Black Widow has come out and graced your theaters and or eyes and or Disney Plus accounts from which you could play on your television or your phone. Or your phone for that matter. I think the, the few people that watch us would stop watching us. <laughs> That's what I think. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> and what if I dropped? Next week on and what if I put on the mask? Welcome to this Welcome special back. episode of our podcast, Sci-Fi Rebellion. Where, where we will be discussing Black Ooh. Widow. Widow. Wait. For, for, for all you fans, you can expect whenever a movie comes out, it'll probably be its own separate coverage sort of detail episode. So, you know, just really be expected. Get ready be for that slam that. bam, basically. Yup, yup. So when a movie's coming out, be like, oh shit, I'm gonna get two episodes in one week. Yeah, that's right. That's what we do. For that's you. what we're talking about. For instance, this week, Black Widow will be the featured coverage. The film just came out on July the 8th, I believe. 9th, technically. Ninth oh, yeah, that's right. It's out everywhere versus... 8th, they lot, do the prank release. Yeah, they do, like, the Thursday screenings. So I don't know why they say 9th, but whatever. Alas. Interesting. Last. So, yeah, Black Widow came out. Uh, definitely long overdue for a Black Widow film, for sure. Uh, wish we would have gotten a little bit sooner, but still a fun time and that's what we're here to discuss so boys grab your spoons and dig in i've forgotten my spoon all right well <clears throat> talk about it next week <laughs> this movie was definitely long overdue i think it's a great way to introduce it i think that should be the preface to reading like almost anyone's reviews and takes on this movie um, we know that there's such a precedent at this point with Marvel films and shows for theorization to take place. I think Marvel avoided that with this movie. However, during that time, it was a marked decrease in people's hype, I think, going into the release. Uh, I know that I, for one, was initially really excited for this movie. And by the time it released, I was markedly less excited for it. Uh, it was still an enjoyable time. That said, yes, that said, when I look past the base story elements, which is this is a family story. It's the story of a girl reuniting with her family, making peace with her past and ultimately seeking revenge. That's what the movie's about. These are basic plot tropes and there is definitely a lot, I think, to be asked for that we didn't necessarily receive. And there is an equal amount that we didn't ask for that we unfortunately <laughs> did receive. Yeah. Now, I left the movie, and I wasn't disappointed. Uh, I was more just like, yeah, that was kind of, I guess, where my hype was at, I think. I think it kind of hit exactly what I was expecting, which was... This is not 
an epic standalone Marvel film. This is not an epic standout in Marvel's long history now. And it's just another one that's going to be kind of in the books. It is no Captain Marvel, mind you. Um, but it's also no Iron Man 1. So, yeah. Before we, before I just get into the nitty gritty of it, though, what were you guys, your guys' like base thoughts on it? Uh, yeah, to piggyback off kind of what you said, my hype went down for it over time. I was never like super duper hyped for it, but I was definitely excited just to see another Marvel movie. Uh, that being said, it it met my expectations kind of like huge because I wasn't expecting a whole lot. Um, but I guess I, I've been kind of saying this a lot, but um, I expected a fun movie, and I got a fun movie. I would put it somewhere in middle territory, maybe not even quite middle, but uh, of Marvel movies. It was fun. I, I thought it was funny. Uh, I liked the humor in it. Um, and I liked a lot of the, the characters, not just Black Widow, but I liked um, most of the characters that they brought in. I thought they acted all very well. Mm -hmm. um, so but yeah, as far as the plot, it's just, it was very like, okay, yeah, this is a, this is a side story. Um, it's not pushing any part of the Marvel Universe forward. It's just kind of a farewell movie to Black Widow. A yeah, little closure. No homage. Yeah, yeah, a little closure for her story and and the fact that she was kind of always a lone wolf type of person and she got a little family element to uh, to wrap up her. Um, yeah. But yeah, fun movie. Not my favorite. Definitely not one of the worst ones, but right there in the middle yeah. for me I mean basically I summarized everything without bringing up specific uh, details but for me it was like around like Doctor Strange level it's like it's a good time definitely like I'm not gonna walk out being like oh man that's one of the worst Marvel movies or anything like that but also like is not like Thor Ragnarok or Homecoming. Or I disagree with your Doctor Strange opinion, dude. Doctor Strange, Honestly, it's pretty close. It's pretty close for me. Doctor Strange was the first time since like the initial Phase One movies where I was like, "Whoa, this is a crazy new character introduction." That I movie was more, insane. Yeah, we can go more into that. We're not here to talk about Doctor Strange. But <laughs> so we're here to discuss about. the new movie, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, the first one. <laughs> <laughs> that came out in 2016, but we just saw it. The year is the past. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's get into it. Starts off pretty... The entire movie takes place between when Iron Man says, Hey, yo, Black Panther's a rat, and he's gonna narc. And uh, Black Widow's like, okay, I'm out. Takes place between that scene in Civil War and when Captain America goes to rescue the Avengers in Civil War. So, in Civil War, it takes place during five minutes of screen time, which obviously, because time works weird in movies and stuff, apparently that was like a whole two-week stretch. So, uh, that's where the movie takes place. You know, Black Widow's on the run, just going back to her espionage routes of just trying to lay low and use her resources and use false identities and whatnot, but she gets brought, 
back into her past via a red powder that explodes and makes you sober. Which no one wants that. No one wants a powder that makes But sense. does it make you sober? It makes you not want to kill people. Some people. It makes you want to kill people less. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it was... Uh, I, pretty standard plot. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty standard. Um, was a, for me, on. it was like a, it was like a slow build-up, I think, for the first hour or so i'd say up till the the mountain scene in the in that in the snowy area and i think that was oh, kind of when the, yeah that was really when the movie was getting going i feel like it kind of hit stride there for like a good 45 minutes it was very solid the action sequences were pretty good in general but i felt like the final action sequence but which was should have been like the dopest of them all was kind of minimized in that it was basically just while they were falling out of the plane and there's only falling so out much of a, a sky fort yes i uh, pardon me that's a yeah that's a straight up sky fortress that's, <laughs> that gets the rest hiding, on. In a, hiding in a generated cloud yeah when he looks up at the sky I, well i was thinking i was like i was like is fortress a small fort is that what that is no fortress right is like a bigger fort i think fortress is the word and fort is it's just an abbreviation word yeah it's the shortened version of fortress po- those are both possible like rob robert rob robson uh, yeah. Apparently, a fortress is usually used for strategic or military matters, whereas a fort is just a uh, strongly solidified place. So, a fortress is indeed a little more buff, but not yeah, fortress would be way. the more correct term. So glad. That now we know. <laughs> it was Semantics. a sky fortress, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For for how grounded, which is one of my biggest praises of the movie, the first like hour even though it's like not really plot heavy it feels very character heavy like we're not seeing black widow using all this crazy avengers technology she's struggling while the sun's going down trying to get her generator to power her little cabin like that's a very human and raw moment and not something we get with somebody like iron man or doctor strange which was like i liked kind of like that really down to earth level of it all um and even when she fought taskmaster like taskmaster can copy other abilities from different avengers and she was pretty outclassed when she just randomly encountered him. So everything felt really down to earth, which is partially why I wasn't as big into the finale. Kind of like with Winnie, it's just that we went from this really human tale of like a girl with a tra- traumatized past and she just lost the only family she had properly accepted to now we're falling out of this giant sky fortress while we just freed a bunch of like child trafficked slaves that were killing people. There's no fighting, it's just falling. The scope of the film changed drastically, really fast. Yeah. It wasn't her surviving, it was now her trying to make sure that this Russian Harvey Weinstein didn't get to... Uh, Straight up Russian Harvey world. Weinstein. That is that is the perfect description of that man. Yeah, very good. Harvey Weinstein-esque. <laughs> so, yeah. It, so it loses a little bit of its weight because it got, it got too heavy. <laughs> yeah. Not emotionally, but physically. Yeah, 
it really just felt like it kind of went off the rails in that last little basically once black widow was encountering the main what what was the guy's name Drakov. Drakov and his daughter <laughs> yeah when she encountered him in his office uh that was a huge turn for the worse, I would say. That entire encounter, I was just like, I was weird. like, mm, ah, ah. I can't punch you. Dude, the pheromone thing, Came I mean. Never once, like, had that ever been possibly brought up in Black Widow's thing. But it was just like, oh, yeah, by the way, there's pheromones that have been planted with you the entire time. And a chip inside of you. Yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of things that were just kind of thrown in there a little bit. Um, that... I don't think it completely destroyed the movie, but it definitely took me out of like, wow, this is a really tense situation. Just I was like, yeah. well, there's, they just keep whooping stuff out, and not to jump straight to the finale, but the whole like unraveling of that they had a whole plan, the plan this entire time. It felt like just things kept happening. And then they were retroactively trying to fix that. Like, oh, we actually had a plan. Oh, wait, we forgot to add this part to the plan. It was literally the Rick and Morty heist episode. Yeah. I think more accurately, it's the oceans. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Because Rick and Morty is based off of oceans. Come on. Come on. It's very oceans-esque. Like, oh, but secretly, we had this the whole time. Which, yeah. Yeah, it it, it was basically because they're all super spies and... At first, we didn't think, we didn't know that they were all going to be family, family, all of a sudden. Um, they were trying, I guess that was the redirect there, um, is that they actually discussed intel in that room while they were getting attacked. Mm-hmm. And got every detail, basically, that they needed to get out um, yep. in that little tiny room in that small amount of time. Uh so yeah a little, little lame although i do i thought the idea of how super spies should win i think that idea is how i wanted to see it maybe i wanted to see it a little better but i, I them outsmarting them yeah in a spy kind of cool way Mission Impossible I, I liked that I liked that because, yeah, that's fair. That's a fair like point. you said, it, it has to be grounded. These are all just regular humans. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not about who can punch each other the hardest because we've seen a lot harder people punch each other. Exactly. And and so it, it had to be like that. And I thought it was good. That could have been a little better on how they presented it. But I'm happy that it was them outsmarting them, not like two girls fighting the enemy and just winning out of pure skill. Um, I'm glad that it didn't end like that. So there's at least that. Mm-hmm. But for me, that's like the whole ending as lackluster as we'll say it is. Not incredibly disappointing, not even close to the kind of disappointing Game of Thrones was in its finale, but just a little lackluster. For me, that's not where like the heart of the movie lies, and that's not where like I really have like my reflecting opinions upon like it's more so the groundwork that they were setting up like i said the down of earthness and then as the family starts getting introduced it's one of the first times in a while where i've liked that the that the marvel movies have like a wide cast of characters in each movie like in black panther i'm like 
We're split in time between his girlfriend, Okoye, his sister, his mom, this uh, Martin Freeman's kid, Frodo Baggins, Bilbo Baggins, whatever. I'm like, how about we focus on the main character that this movie is based off of called Black Panther? And so, like, Marvel just always has to throw in a b- bunch of cast of eclectic people that kind of fit the situation. And for me, usually, when in the final battle, when we're cutting between all these different people, it's taking tension out because some of these people aren't, like, battle-ready. Versus in this, they all feel very similar. Like, they all feel like they have a reason to be there. They're all... Nat- I felt like it was all very natural, and I liked all of them. Whether it was David Harbour uh, just absolutely hamming it up as like a douchey Russian Captain America who was very self-centered, which was always a blast. And then Florence Pugh, who's been absolutely killing it in her roles recently, and including this one. Yeah, and and those are both both of those characters I really liked. Like you said, yeah. the uh, the douchey, fully egotistical Russian uh, Captain America. He. He was great. Uh, I love that he's just like so involved in himself that he's so, he's... He's so David Harbor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he fit me what David Harbor could be. <laughs> he he like he can't. He does like his family, but he's so like war hardened and ego driven mm-hmm. that he literally never never shows it. Very but, prideful, that, which is what like, yeah. that era of Russia was about. Yeah. Russian Pride. Yeah, and I. Russian Pride Month. And I liked that that he tried to. uh, (laughs) I liked that he tried to express his feelings, but he kept failing. And then when he actually had a chance, he ended up not doing it. I I feel like that kept in his character. Like he tried, he tried. He's like, ah, screw it. They they know I care now. Yeah, they they know where my heart lies. That's just hard for me to verbalize. Yeah. I, I really like that scene where he was talking to uh to Florence Pugh's <coughs> character Yelena and he's like My father urinate on my hands. Temperature <laughs> yeah. of P is thirty two degrees above zero and then she's yeah. like, Why are you telling me this? He goes Fathers <laughs> like, that was the point to his story. So and like you said, he was like a, just a simple guy and yeah. It it was a, the chemistry between everybody was really good. I also really like the whole, like, sister dynamic of, like, Elena and Black Widow. Like, you could see how, because they have very similar... <laughs> they have very similar origins. You can see how they're, like, different. How, like, Black Widow's more, like, serious and kind of, like, hardened, but also more comfortable, so she's a little bit more loose versus, like, Elena just feels like, oh, this is all I ever known. This is just life. Yeah. yeah. Like, making fun of Black Widow's poses... That was, that was yeah. great. You do the thing with the hair. It's you, you the totally hair. strike a pose. Yeah. And then at the end she tries it too and it's yeah. just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like out. Yeah. It was really good. And I really I guess Marvel just has a habit of nailing scenes where the main cast of characters meets up in some log cabin in the middle of nowhere and they just get I really do like that. It worked in Age of Ultron, and it worked in this movie. And they're all, like, being themselves, getting to see the full dynamic, and then they were, like, saying how everything was fake, and then Yelena, the littlest, the youngest of them all, was like, it was real. Mm. 
Hangman's funeral was at a log cabin. I too. was just thinking. Oh that. yeah, Iron Man's funeral also at a log cabin. Yep. Yeah, all, yeah, they just, they love you it. You know, you, you know you're about to, you might tear up a little if they go to a log cabin. In some sort of Prepare, prepare yourself. <laughs> know to get unemotionally invested if this uh, remote area is in the sky and possibly in a fortress. Also, if they're in a cabin and it's a single person, know that they're getting powered up. As <laughs> we saw with the Incredible Hulk and yeah. Wanda. Yes. True, very true. <laughs> Cabins are crucial to the MCU. They <laughs> frequently go unnoticed, but yes, without the cabins, the MCU would not be where it is now. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. It was a good time. What did we? Uh, what did you guys think of the Taskmaster review? I don't know what you guys' like expectations were going into it. How you felt after? I had no. I had no expectation whatsoever, uh, so that was definitely interesting. She also looked just not right. Yeah, <laughs> it was just a little. Half her face was blown off. Didn't, didn't like the looks of that one. I was like, keep the mask on, girl. Yeah, I love yeah. when the main bad guy is like, look at her face. I don't even want to look at her face. <laughs> He's like, it makes ugly, you <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to look at. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, that that was kind of a cool part at the same time, uh, showing how gruesome the villain was. Like, that's his daughter. He then just pretty much brainwashed his daughter, yeah. um, made her into a weapon, and willingly throws her out into danger constantly. And that's that's the person Black Widow feels so bad about. Is, but really... I mean, that guy is so much of a monster. He seemed to really hardly care that his daughter died. Yeah, like it yeah, really was... didn't seem to affect him too much. No. That was a pretty uh, morally gray area when, like, Black oh, Widow said that. Cause we heard about her like Red Ledger, her dark past, and then she was like, "Yeah, I uh, bombed a child because that was the only way to get to the villain." I was like, "Oh, oh. so that no, you do have a." dark past like that's and then even Yelena points it out she's like I'm just she's like I don't want to be an assassin that little girl's called her hero she's like I know what I am I'm a murderer I'm an assassin you are trying to pretend to be something you're not and I I like that we actually got to see some of her more crucial past that seems like a lot of people that's the frustration of this movie is that we kind of that's the most interesting part of Black Widow is how much red is on her ledger and and they talk about budapest all the time and they refer to it a lot in this movie and we get that in in some ways that story almost seems more interesting than the story that was told in this movie um which but is a little pro- it's a little problematic like they they're not going to go all the way back to that story yeah, and do and they're not gonna do that movie. Like it doesn't make sense. They're moving forward for the most part. This movie was only only happened like this as a send off to Black Widow, as well as it got held back because of COVID. And yeah. so because of that it, it did feel a little strange, but it also felt strange that so much of this story had to do with the Buda, Budapest mission. And they talk about it so much. 
and it seems so cool. And this movie is basically the continuation of the Budapest mission. That's exactly what it is, actually. It's yeah, or it was like her finishing the job. Yeah, like but that's what that was. If so. we if we did like go back to the Budapest thing, like it would feel like we're completely. It'd be like us knowing Iron Man from Iron Man Two to Endgame, and then us getting Iron Man One, like a complete regression yeah, of their it, character and totally jarring from any of the last appearances we've yeah. seen. And then it, we th we were already saying how this movie feels long overdue. That would feel extremely yeah, like it would be completely this. yeah way too far back in terms weird. of character progression for. Of yeah I a, lot, rather... a lot of people wanted it but like it just wouldn't it couldn't happen no yeah so it would be cool maybe to get a TV show about it at some point but like I don't like I'd rather keep moving forward yeah exactly there's too <laughs> much untouched stuff, man. Yeah, they need to just exactly, exactly. We don't need to get put anything it, fully fleshed. Yeah, out. put it to rest. I, w I almost would have been kind of thought it was cool if it, and funny if they just never had properly said what happened in Budapest. If they just we kept getting references to it, but only they know what they're talking about. Every, like we're always, just like, we're always just like, what is Budapest? What happened in Budapest? And like, what is yeah Budapest? Or I guess we no, should say Budapest. 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 Yeah, I mean, no matter how they played that, I feel like they were definitely going to annoy people. Um, yeah. Just because the fan base can be like that. Um, they're always going to complain about something. But as I, I, I guess as we got coverage of what that was about, we got enough information that... It, it was just weird that so much of the mission that was this movie was the Budapest mission. So it was almost like this is the second Black they, Widow movie. Literally, you know? to, they literally go to Budapest. It's part yeah. of it actually takes place there. But I did like that they kept all the characters around. I mean, obviously minus the Phil or the Harvey Weinstein guy. Uh, like everybody else, like Red Guardian, still in the MCU. We still have Yelena moving forward, possibly as like the new Black Widow. We still have Taskmaster, so maybe Taskmaster will be able to think for herself, but she could still take on like a mercenary role, just kind of like a higher by random other villains or something like that. Yeah, I like that the left door still open. Yeah, it seems like Taskmaster is probably gonna fall in under a anti-hero category where she does things for. She does good things. She does bad things. She's right in that gray area. I think that's where she's gonna sit for a while, and then maybe um, something will happen that will push her farther to the dark side. But it seems of right now they've kind of left her in a anything could happen zone. What an interesting group of people that was that gone to the jet that left. It's like Taskmaster, who was trying to literally murder everybody until moments ago. Uh, David Harbour, Rachel Wise, Lawrence Pugh, and then a bunch of assassins that are now free. That were also trying to kill each other like a minute, minutes ago. Like, yeah. I just imagine that whole plane might be like, really awkward. Like, so, are we going to talk about what just went down? Or are we just going to... Oh, yeah. Nope, silence. Okay. Fine. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see when that whole Russian group pops back up. Yeah. 
Do they also one part of the movie that I thought was a little weird was Black Widow's handler friend? Oh yeah, very like, weird. They, they, were, they were they really not in, a in not a fleshed ways, out character at all. They they just brought him in there and they they almost were like teasing to flesh him out, and, and then he yeah, it was yeah. nothing other than the fact that. They gave him a ride every time he was there. Mm-hmm. He gave them something, and they acted like Black Widow and her were re- and him were really good friends. But like, I don't, just I don't care about him. He's <laughs> literally a nobody. Literally it's, just a plot device to allow them to get things or information. He was a delivery <laughs> man. Fine with having, but can we get some of the friendship part of that? As he pointed out, <laughs> that they yeah. are friends. It it yeah. just it just his his character was in it so much more than like just a little side character, and it, it was just weird. It, that character just weirded me out. Yeah. Like I mean, he was fine. Like his character was fine for what it was, but it, I don't know. There's something about that character just weirded me out. That, like, why was he there? It was like it was a literally a plot device. Yeah, yeah. He like didn't have any context within the story. He was just like a yeah. person that did things. Yeah, and now she's dead. Yeah. So like, I guess so Florence's character more. could still go back and talk to him about stuff, but I don't know. Weird. We'll have to see. We'll have to see when and where or if they bring up any of these people again. Because I don't know where they would pop in that would organically make sense considering Black Widow's not around. Yeah. Although, I'm hoping later this year that uh, Yelena pops up in the Hawkeye show from that uh, after credit scene. Reasonable. Completely reasonable. Or if it's going to be like a different movie, I don't know. I don't know what else has Hawkeye on the horizon that would make sense to have those yeah. two characters interact. I think it's a. I think that after credit it's definitely a lamer one. Um, For sure. I I feel like Clint will just so easily be able to <laughs> just have sit down and have a conversation with her and be able to talk his way out of getting assassinated. Like, I'm sure there will be some initial fights, some hoopla, but hoopla. It, it, just, it just seems so un important like it's just like we know it's he's gonna get remedied not how is this going to get solved like, clinton you know. knows her literally more than anyone mm-hmm. and if anybody is if anything blackwood or uh black widow's sister should be like happy to meet him i mean i guess she's getting tricked but if she does any she's like a super spy if she does any background <laughs> on him yeah she's gonna find out that they were like best friends yeah i i just i don't know i I think think it's a weird after credit thing throw in there and for this like uh i think it's safe to say she's like an evil nick fury of sorts because we saw her pop up in falcon and the winter soldier to recruit uh john walker i i she feels like an evil nick fury but with none of the charisma that samuel L. jackson carries with like I don't, I don't love every Nick Fury performance, but when he's popping, I'm like, it. I like his chemistry and that he's like just a, he's like a parent trying to deal with everything happening in the MCU, 
versus like this just felt like the older sister of like the children that's just trying to manipulate the other kids but with again none of the charisma like I don't yeah. enjoy seeing her on screen and I'm not like oh, she's so funny she's blowing her nose at a funeral right now this is wild yeah like she's just she's alright so hopefully they add a bit to her and she becomes more likable in a in a dislikable way but, yeah it's kind of like what you said though um where she's supposed to be like this Nick Fury kind of um, character where she's getting a team of people together but it seems like she's kind of doing like the Dark Avengers Um, which I think is entirely possible and I think one cool story that they could do in future now this would take so much more building of all those characters and more characters um, but with some fleshing out it could be really cool if there's like a story where the avengers get wiped out in a way where they're like put in a time bubble and frozen or something and the dark avengers these group of people that walk the edge of being morally just and but are are will do it in very terrible ways that they are going to have to um, save the world at some point, and I think that would be really cool. Um, but that, that's squad. that's going to be so far. Yeah, kind of like a Suicide Squad, but that's going to be so far in the future. Um, yeah, we'll see. And like, who who else? Would, so far, we know that they have Yelena and uh, U.S. Agent, and which is really um, like crazy powerful to save the world you have like a spy and just a really strong guy not but comparatively not that strong in future you've got like deadpool type character you could put like i would thought she was gonna be taskmaster taskmaster could be in that group i mean yeah there's there's a couple people that they could still grab um that have been in stuff uh but like I said, it's so far in the future. It's I'm just grasping. Speculate. Yeah, that's, that's we're definitely here. a ways off. We're in the beginning of Phase Four, so like this is the the Iron Man, the Captain America, the Thor One of like this new phase now. Like we're just getting the groundwork in right now. Not even thing, things aren't even progressing. It's just the brick is being laid. Yeah. So yeah, one brick at a time. <laughs> one brick at a time. This universe shall become a whole. It should yeah. be a small building made of bricks. Yeah, That's but it seems it. like they're building up quite a def- quite a. There's a possibility of them building up quite a few big teams of villains. It's gonna be big, big heroes. Or yeah, like they've cosmic. got the, they've got the Sinister Six sort of almost done. They've got uh, obviously we know. Uh, Heard Batman's coming. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but they've, they've got a bunch of different things rolling. Like, there could be a um, Secret Wars coming up. There's uh, Galactus. They're doing the whole scroll invasion. The scroll invasion is coming. For, not to get too off the point for Black Widow, but I, what I'm confused and a little maybe disappointed about, unless scroll invasion is just to like set it up, the scroll invasion in the comics was like an event. Like that was like every hero on the earth was affected. <laughs> yeah. And so far, what they announced in terms of like progression of like scrolls coming to Earth and taking 
people's places. It's in a TV show starring like Nick Fury and the one squirrel from Captain Marvel. Which I'm like, I hope this is just kind of like we're getting to see some of the smaller details of it, not necessarily like the whole invasion all taking place in the TV show. To be fair though, I don't think so. Loki is pretty wild for all taking place in the TV show. So they could do like actual big crazy stuff that's just all taking place behind the scenes. Yeah. So I have well, the uh, the lady at the end of uh, Black Widow, she was supposed to be established in a movie and then go to the TV yeah, show. Yeah, that was supposed to be her first appearance. Yeah. Which I honestly don't think it makes much of a difference between whether you got her in Falcon and the Winter Soldier because she's not explained in either. No, no. Um, and I think that's they kind of had to do that because <laughs> they had to make it ambiguous. They probably they already made Black Widow, so they had to keep that ambiguous. And then they're like, "Well, now this is the first interaction with her, so we have yes. to leave this ambiguous too." Yeah. So as of right now, we absolutely know diddly squat about her. Besides, she's putting together some sort of team, some kind of suicide. She's squad. making I mean, a squad. Some kind of thunderbolt squad. Thunderbolt. Yeah, and we got the the general a lot in this movie, um, who is. Pretty big, pretty big character from the way past. He's like um, the only thing that actually makes that old Hulk movie like a part of the MCU. Exactly. Like, yeah. feel, like rewatching it, it feels completely different from everything else. None of the actors carry over. The story does. Like they reference that movie, but very, very rarely. Like Abomination hasn't popped up until now. Shang Chi, but uh, what's it called? Rosh is just the only thing that <laughs> has made it through. The entire MCU still. I think doesn't that guy? Um, I'm pretty sure in the comic books eventually turns into Red Hulk. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so they, he loses I, the mustache. I hope that they do Red Hulk. I think they could do that. Maybe in like She-Hulk, that would be sweet. Yeah, we're supposed to get a few like Hulk Hulk storylines that have never been told in She-Hulk. Yeah. Well, bam. I I hope that they've taken this time. From what they did to Hulk, which is basically slowly write him out, slowly chop off his balls. Um, I hope yeah, that they've had some sort of idea of how to write Hulk again, because that—that's one thing that's always bothered me—is—is is it seemed like they just, as time went on. I mean, Ragnarok was fantastic. Like they did such a good job at writing Hulk in Ragnarok. And ever since then, it's just been, he's lamer and lamer and lamer and just does almost nothing other than use the gauntlet to snap. And it, it's just, yeah. it's, it's almost like they- You're they, right, you're right. He he's got, yeah, he's gotten so, I, I don't even know how to describe He's just gotten so... He's literally gotten weak. Less Hulk. Less Hulk is like this big monster behemoth <laughs> of a man. And I'm okay with, you know, making the Hulk a little bit smarter. Like, we saw it. We didn't see him for two years. And, oh, wow, he can talk now, but he still talks like a child. Okay, that's improvement. And then Endgame, they just go from Hulk to... Still can't believe that Hulk. was a decision that was made 
that off wasn't screen. on screen. Exactly. And it, it wasn't it even was like he was still carrying guilt over Endgame. Like Thor got very fat and slobby off screen, but that's because he was dealing with depression. We saw how Iron Man just completely like was like, I don't have anything left except for my family, so that's what I'm going all in on. Like they were still carrying trauma and grief and stuff with them versus Hulk was like no I kind of figured everything out this couldn't have been the best this is the best thing that's happened for me ever since half the world died I now you know solved all my problems I am very strong but also I'm very smart so you know I'm cool dab seem it seems (laughs) it seems like they're gonna something's gonna have to happen where he needs full strength and so he's Mm -hmm. gonna have to lose control again probably what's yeah, gonna happen yeah, eventually I want, I want to see him like yeah lose, lose his cool so much that we see the old Hulk yeah come back. and i and i thought it was just because they didn't know how to write a character that was that strong but i mean honestly it's been thor's written. that level well there's a, thor's more it's like yeah thor's stronger like hulk is so old there is so much that has been written about him that they could use at any time like he literally has like dissociative identity disorder or whatever and has multiple multiple personalities and his multiple personalities are like literally different versions of the hulk and then that sometimes he'll just like just get locked into one of those hulks and we haven't seen like so many of those we've seen literally just like normal hulk bruce banner and uh professor hulk (laughs) like yeah yeah it's whack Alas, we'll have to see. Man, but, uh, Black, Black Widow. Widow. I was man. gonna say we are <laughs> yeah. pretty far from that original topic. Uh, we just give we give the people what they want and a little bit more. A We're little bit extra. That. Put that just on the top. Just a little bit extra. Put a little bit of spice on it. Eh? So yeah, overall, you know, Phase Four, a lot of interesting directions it's going in, but Black Widow was definitely a direction. It surely was a direction. <laughs> uh, we'll leave that up to you to decide. Yeah. About which... How you felt about it? How you did know? I feel about it though? And how did you feel about it? And how did Let you feel about it? In the comments below, and hit you. like if you didn't like it. Hit like if you did like it, and comment why you chose to like it. And if you comment the word sneeze, I will personally reply with a personal heartfelt uh that's yeah sure blessing is better i was gonna say like like you know just like something really yeah something awful (laughs) but i like the blessings better so you just type sneeze down there and you get the custom bless you can get a blessing. That's right. Only in our comments section. You type sneeze, and you can get custom blessed for free. Oh, just type sneeze right now. Comment, like, subscribe, alert bell. Type sneeze, and you can be pleased. See what kind of blessings you can get from the news. Yeah. All right, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> How long it will right. take before Marvel owns all of the actors in the world? <laughs> They add like five top actors every movie. Yes. They add them to the fold. Imagine you're at like a celebrity party and you're just like, wait, you you were in the Marvel movie. You haven't been in a Marvel movie yet? 
You that gotta be in a Marvel movie. movie. Dude, you, <laughs> you gotta, gotta do it, dude. You gotta. Some actors just do it for the paycheck. Others are like, nah, I'm, I'm interested. I like superheroes. <laughs> so. All right, that's the end of the dual feature. Glad you enjoyed it, because again, I know you did. Uh, yeah. Stay tuned next week when we get back to our routine schedule, which we will try our absolute hardest to uphold. Yes. And always remember, where there's a Black Widow, there is more than likely a potentially poisonous bite. So always run and keep those legs scrubbed for poison, or else the Black Widows will coming they'll get you they'll get you right when you don't expect it <laughs> and with that this has been the sci-fi rebellion podcast what what is that noise i'm hearing